a playlist original. Welcome to Minutes with Mike. My name is Michelangelo Arabaco and I will be providing you with fitness information so that you can live your best life. Hi everyone, I hope you're all having an amazing day today. I'm happy to have you back on Minutes with Mika, a health and fitness-based podcast that will upload every Thursday on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So make sure to subscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe. Today I will be talking about my experience with the keto diet. The ketogenic diet is essentially a high-fat, medium-protein, and low-carb diet. At the beginning, it sounds very counterintuitive because... How could adding more fat into your diet make you burn more fat? The reason being, though, is that the diet shifts your metabolism into a state of ketosis, and that is where the name keto or ketogenic diet comes from. So when your body is in ketosis, your liver begins to process the fat into ketones. So now the main energy source is shifted from carbs to fats. So to break down macronutrients that you will have to consume in order to reach a state of ketosis is keeping your carbs between 20 20 to 50 grams. Um, When I did the diet, I decided to aim for 20 grams or less. So in the event that I did go over, I was still below the 30 gram mark. Ideally, you want your food intake to be 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbs. Although some people do 70% fat, 25% protein, um, it really varies. But most people will aim to have over 70% fat and around like 5% carbs or less. Um, and to determine if you haven't entered ketosis, you can either use urine strips to measure the level of ketones um, in your body, or uh, you could also have blood work done and they can measure the amount of ketones you have. And I believe there's now breath tests available. So there are multiple ways where you can test um, that or prove that quantitatively that you are in the state of ketosis. But to be honest, from my experience, you can definitely feel when you have entered ketosis uh, because there are some symptoms that will indicate that such as increased thirst, frequent urination, decreased hunger. And honestly, when I was in ketosis, I felt amazing. So you'll definitely feel your cognitive function um, increase and it just, it just felt great. Um, but for this podcast, I'm going to go over my personal experience with the diet. So my journey began when I was on Snapchat, taking those Buzzfeed quizzes, to see what kind of donut I was. And then I came upon an article that mentioned the keto diet. And this was back when the keto diet was trending, although it kind of still is trending. Um, but I decided to click on that and looked into it, started reading about it. And I saw that it had many benefits. Uh, it had blood sugar and insulin reduction, enhanced cognitive performance, as I mentioned earlier. It increased HDL cholesterol, which is the good cholesterol. LDL is the bad one. Um, And it also lowered triglycerides, which triglycerides are not good for your body. Um, And it also gave you longer lasting energy because it's more sustainable. When you are burning carbs, it's more like spikes, Um, and if you think about it, it's 
like using lighter fluid. Um, so it gives you a lot of energy, but then you kind of crash. Whereas for when you're in ketosis and you're burning fats, it's more sustainable. Um, and you don't get those peaks. Um, it's more of a straight, steady energy line. Um, so the first couple of days, I really, it was difficult when you cut out carbs, just one day you're eating carbs, the next day it's like minimal carbs. So I was really missing my daily oatmeal that I have for breakfast. Um, and it was so funny because the first couple of days I would even have nightmares, um, in which I had eaten carbs in my dreams. And I was just very upset at myself because I was like, oh my gosh, no, I soiled my diet. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and then I was also very strict in terms of counting macros because I really wanted to hit 30 grams or less of carbs because at this point I didn't have the urine strips. So I wanted to ensure that I would reach ketosis as quickly and as efficiently as possible. But then after the first few days of tracking through my fitness pal, I had a really good idea of around what foods would give me the amount of fats that I needed. Um, and how much of veggies I could consume so I wouldn't go over my carbs. Um, so I just ditched the fitness pal and then kept on with my daily diet. Um, I also noticed that this first week um, I would have breakfast, but after the first week I started to intermittently fast. Part of it was because my work schedule, I just was in a rush in the mornings and didn't eat until lunch. But a lot of it also had to do with the fact that I was no longer that hungry in the mornings. Um, so I would just get hungry on lunch and then did the 12 to 8 or so. And also, interestingly, I noticed that I started to wake up a lot earlier. I just had a ton more energy that summer when I did it. Um, and so I kept this diet up for about a month and a half or so. And for me, it was personally very easy to maintain because I lived alone at that time in the summer. So I had no temptations, you could say. And I was also busy with my internship. So I didn't have much time to eat out as well. And the few times that I did, I would get a chicken salad or omelets. So it wasn't difficult at all for me to maintain. It was quite easy for me. Um, and truthfully, I felt like I had the most energy during this period of time. Although a lot of people think I have a lot of energy now, but you should see me in ketosis. Um, I might, I might go back, you know, just to try it out for a month. We'll see. Obviously not around Thanksgiving because then I would be missing on a lot of the integral dishes of the celebration. Um, but yeah, so when I honestly would want to go back, but because this is, we're getting into the reason why I stopped. And it was mostly because of how restrictive it can be sometimes. So the reason I stopped was when we went on vacation, I didn't want to have such a restrictive diet. And I didn't, I also didn't want to be a pain about being the only one following a diet and being picky, like, oh, no, I can't eat this, whatever. So at the moment now, I have maintained a low carb lifestyle, you could say. I practice intuitive eating, so I'm not very strict about what I consume, nor do I track. 
Um, I just happen to crave protein and veggies most of the time. So it just happens that my diet is just naturally, I guess, low carb. But I think I function better being low carb. It really depends on the person. Athletes definitely need a lot of carbs, especially if you're running like marathons. But I am not. I do live an active lifestyle, but not that intense. Like I'm not training for a marathon by any means. Um, I'm not playing a professional sport. Um, so it, at the end of the day, it comes up to what you prefer in your day. And I also think for the diet, you should definitely choose what you want and what you feel best with. Like I said, I feel better being low carb. I know some people don't, they feel awful. So what I suggest is you just try it out. Try out every type of diet. Like you don't have to marry it. You can just try for a bit, see if you like it, and then move on. Um, so I'll go over the pros and cons that I found in this diet now. And I will start with the cons so that we can end on a positive note. Uh, One of the cons I would say is that I had heard this diet gives you the keto flu. I did not have the keto flu. Essentially, this is a period when your body is adjusting because it kind of goes into shock when you have carbs and all of a sudden you strip them out. So your body has to readjust and start using the fat as fuel. And during that process, a lot of people experience flu-like, I guess, flu-like symptoms. That's why it's called the uh, keto flu. Uh, I didn't experience this. My mom, when I did it with her, she also didn't. It really, it varies by person. So that is a risk <laughs> or a con you could say that you could experience. It is also a slightly restrictive diet. So it it, it could be difficult to sustain depending on, on your lifestyle, as I said. Um, but if you mostly cook your home cooked meals, then you should be good. And another con that I could list is that your liver and kidneys do start to work more than usual. So that's why they recommend that if you do the keto diet, you don't do it like too long term because you don't want to overwork your your liver and your kidneys by processing uh, this fat and these ketones. And with that, uh, another con could be (laughs) constipation because protein is not digested, it's absorbed. So that that could be a lot of cons. Now I'm going to shift to the pros because we're getting a little too am I now. Um, So the pros could be that many people do lose weight on this. I definitely lost, I think I lost like five pounds. Uh, most of it was water weight for sure. Also, I'm very small, so I I was not looking for weight loss. But if you are looking for weight loss, this is a great alternative. And some studies have found that you do feel less hungry while in ketosis, which could also contribute to the losing weight because fat does fill you up, contrary to popular belief. Um, and also another pro is that I listed a lot earlier a lot of the benefits 
But some research does suggest that some benefits are controlling your blood sugar, improving insulin sensitivity. Like I said, it improves your cognitive performance. So if you really want to take your brain to the next level, because your brain, interestingly enough, works better on fats. So that's why, I mean, like a lot of people preach omega-3, fatty acids and such, but your brain does function uh better on that so it's good to consume but of course the good type of fats because you don't want to do you know the high the the bad level of fat some people do dirty keto some people do clean keto i would recommend clean keto because you don't want to be (laughs) consuming a lot of um you know fried food and things of that sort but if you have like a lot of peanut butter avocados I had a ton of avocados and peanut butter. That was, those were my go-to to increase my fat. Um, nuts, great stuff. And now the last pro, um, I would say that it, again, uh, speaking of food, the diet cuts nearly all processed food because most, most processed food is found to have a high amount of carbs. And again, as I said, if you do the clean keto, then um, you'll be avoiding said, uh, said foods. So in the end, you should try it out. See if it's right for you. See if it fits with your lifestyle. If you're busy, it could be more efficient because you're planning out your foods. It, it would be easy to maintain. But if you do eat out all the time, then... Maybe it's not the right one for you, but I'm glad I could share my experience with the keto diet with you all. And as always, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions on it, if you would like me to talk more about it, maybe do a more extensive uh, science explanation-based podcast. Um, And feel free to reach out via email or Instagram, any social media. I'll try to reply to you guys. But for now, let's go to questions of the week. Again, I want to thank you all for all the support and for submitting your questions. I will try to get through most in a short period of time. Number one, favorite Peruvian food. I love all Peruvian food because it's all super delicious, but if I had to pick one, probably ceviche because it is the most refreshing and goes with any weather or occasion. I also love citrus and sour tasting foods, so that adds on to my decision. But yeah, Peru has great food and desserts. If you haven't checked it out, I suggest that you do. Go to your local Peruvian restaurant. All the dishes will be amazing and you'll leave satisfied. A proper diet has been my biggest obstacle. Any advice? Well, a proper diet is one that works for you and makes you feel good. So I would suggest to always add veggies into your diet for micronutrients and definitely choose high protein meals. I think the less restrictive a diet is, then the better it works. But focusing on minor changes like the ones I mentioned will allow you to be flexible in your choices and help you adhere with the diet. But again, everybody is different. So I think finding out what works best for you will be the best diet you can choose. What do you have? What do you do to have that amount of energy? 
I just live a healthy lifestyle. I exercise regularly. I eat well. I rarely have junk food and most of my food has high nutritional value so that it can be properly fueled. I'm sure that definitely helps out. I also drink a lot of water to stay hydrated and I get enough sleep every night. So if you fuel and care for your body properly, you too can have a lot of energy and work at your highest efficiency. What do you add in your oatmeal? Lots of things actually. So typically I add egg whites to make it fluffier and also add protein in there. And then for fruits, I usually do bananas and strawberries, but I have also included blueberries and blackberries before. I tend to switch up with whatever berries I have, which ones are in season. I also like including peanut butter in my oatmeal and Lately, I've been adding cinnamon, which has been a great addition to the bowl. And also, if I have chia seeds handy, then I would also include those in. Um, But yeah, those are typically what I put in my oatmeal. And there's also lots of oatmeal inspo out there on Instagram, so I'm sure you can find other yummy toppings that people use that I haven't included yet. What motivates you to keep going to push yourself every day? So this question gets asked a lot, and I would say that it is the thought of improving myself every day that gets me going so that I can become stronger and healthier and a better version of myself. Also, I think it is good to realize that the privilege I have and how lucky I am to be able to work out and live a good life because not many have the same options. So looking at it as having the opportunity to undergo all my activities makes me grateful of my lifestyle and motivates me to continue. You never realize what you have until it's gone. So why wait until it's gone? You have to enjoy your talents and health now while you have it. So I hope this helps. It's a good reminder. It's a good reminder. How long did you live in Peru and what part? I lived there for six years and I lived in Lima, the capital, uh, in more specific Miraflores. I don't know how specific you guys wanted me to go, but uh, yes, that's where I'm from. How do you smile so much? I usually tend to have a positive mindset throughout the day and try to find the good in every situation because every action does have a bright side. Also, it has been shown that just by smiling, you can start to feel happier. So I think just naturally keeping a smile on your face will make your body just happier and have good vibes. Um, It also helps with the abs. If you're always laughing, you're always flexing. It helps helps build the muscles, you know? Um, Okay, what is your current pastime aside from work-related ones? Current pastimes is playing with Loons. Loons is my puppy. Um, She's nine months now. Her name is Luna Wiggles, but she also goes by Loons, Wigs, Wiggles, Miss Wiggles. She has a lot of names, and she replies to them all when she wants. She's very sassy because she's a husky. But um, so playing with her, taking her to the dog park and on walks. I also go to the gym to lift weights. Uh, I also like making TikToks. So if you haven't followed my TikTok, you should because put some funny content out there. Uh, I do want to start reading more. Ever since the 75 hard challenge, I stopped reading as much. I used to be reading every day. Uh, so I really do want to get back into that because I think it's like a great activity to you to do. You learn a lot from it and it's, you just get some me time, but 
that's typically what I do. I During the week, I must say I don't really have that much time for pastimes, but for the weekend, I definitely do have time to enjoy. Piensa volver a Peru. So this question is asking if I plan on moving back to Peru. And I would say probably not to live, but definitely to visit. I have been visiting um, every opportunity that I have. Um, but I have my job here and my close family is also here. So I do not see myself moving back anytime soon. Not going to completely say no, but at least for the next 10, 15 years, I think I will stay in the U.S. What is a big dream of yours that you'd like to accomplish? Uh, this was probably meant to be inspirational and a serious question. But the first thing that pops into my head is owning a pet lion or owning five dogs. Just because I think it would be very cool to have a lion. And I know that you really have to get like a license for that. And it's just, it's very problematic to get one. Not everyone can have a pet lion. But I do love animals. So that would be great. And then also, um, I love pups. I only have one at the moment. But I mean, being able to care for five dogs just... It's a lot of work, so if I could accomplish that, it would be amazing. Would you rather have to live in France forever or in Japan forever? This is also a difficult question because I don't know how to speak French or Japanese, so the language barrier would be an issue in both. I've also never been to either country, but maybe because of geographical location, I would pick Japan since it's an island and would have great views. Also, I love sushi. It's my favorite food. And I'm sure that Japan would have wonderful sushi there. I was wondering what made you get into fitness and how do you stay motivated? It really has always been a part of my lifestyle growing up because I was always been involved in sports. I did gymnastics growing up. And then in high school, I did five different sports. Um, so it's an activity that I maintain and it brings me happiness. So that is what motivates me to do it. I also stay motivated by tracking my progress and seeing me get stronger as the days goes by. This goes more towards weightlifting. Um, but before, obviously, I could track my improvement in performance for gymnastics and um, in terms of scoring for other sports. Uh, but yeah, that's mainly how I stay motivated. How do you best manage your mental health? So I essentially just always talk about my problems with everyone. And sometimes, well, almost always I overshare. So in a sense, I'm very open about my feelings. Um, and everyone is just a walking therapist. But thankfully, I haven't had many issues with it. I am also not an expert on this topic, but I try to take breaks and give myself some self-care time so that I can de-stress and renew. Uh, I would say that the gym helps me out a lot as well, but also going to therapy works wonders as these are professionals in the field. So I would suggest that as an activity, um, that would be good. Tips on how to keep the motivation for going to the gym. Music helps wonders. Like if you're not feeling like going to the gym and you put some hype music, I, I can assure you that will motivate you. Um, also, scheduling your workout before you go. 
then you get into the mindset of going to the gym and you're excited to work out because you plan and you're like, yeah, I can do this. Um, along with this planning of your favorite workouts, it would help you look forward to your gym time because you will be doing activities that you enjoy and you'll just overall get, get in the mindset of going out there, killing it, getting swole, getting the gains, you know, uh, best way to burn fat. The most efficient and scientifically proven way is in a caloric deficit. So consuming less calories than you expend will get you to that. And typically this can be achieved through eating high volume and high protein meals and also increasing your activity throughout movements and workouts. Um, also weightlifting helps you build muscle, which is great for burning more calories um, yeah, a couple episodes back, I have, um, given ways on how one can stay with a lean physique. So maybe you could check that out. Uh, quick, healthy snacks before a workout and during the day. Uh, protein bars are always a quick and easy way to get in a quick snack because they're already prepared. So all you have to do is open up the wrapper and ready to go. Uh, rice cakes and peanut butter is also an easy snack. It doesn't really require much cleanup and it's very easy to make as it is also prepared. You're just assembling at that point. Uh, fruit in general also that comes prepared. No need to cook. You can just pop it right in. Um, Greek yogurt is one that I use a lot because it is very high in protein and also low in calories. So good macros you got there. Um, it's simple and quick. You also prepared. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of options out there. You just have to find what works best for your taste and dietary needs. Those are just some of the quick ones I can think off the top of my head. But if interested, I could also um, make a podcast on that. Um, and with that, I'm going to wrap up because I am pretty sure I already went over time. But thank you guys all so much for listening. And I hope these questions helped you out. And I'm looking forward to the ones you send in next week. But with that, we have completed the segment of the 10 healthy and low calorie swaps you can make throughout your day. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. As always, make sure to follow me on social media. I have TikTok with Michaela Arbaco. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-A space A-R-B-O-C-C-O. That is also my YouTube. And on Instagram, I am at Mike.fitness, M-I-C-H-E dot fitness. And make sure to send me your personal fitness stories. And if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them on the next segment. So stay tuned for the next show.